So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, what's up? This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway. Yep, you're listening to the Married Preneur Life Podcast. Podcast. Yes, we're coming to you live today, literally from the car. Mobile. <laughs> Mobile podcast. <laughs> yep, guys, this is episode number 83. Yep. And this is what we want to share with you today we're talking about weeding out draining clients listen it's not them it's you <laughs> <laughs> listen weeding out draining clients um no one else is going to do that that's going to be something that you two are going to have to proactively do mm-hmm. because trust and believe that draining clients uh they come uh from some of the strangest and oddest <laughs> situations and places yeah and i feel like this needs to be addressed because sometimes we can get to a place of feeling like we're burned out with the business we're just burned out and like when you get burned out in business it's not just compartmentalized to business alone it's like you get burned out like it impacts other areas like your marriage um other relationships just life you kind of just get drained and i think this is why i say this is so important to talk about it because uh burnout especially business burnout you know when we're passionate about what we do and then getting burned out in that area it just is uh, it can be toxic, especially if you end up feeling stuck and it's hard to move forward, hard to get out of it. And sometimes you can be in a place for so long, you don't even realize that you're stuck. Like you don't realize that you're no longer motivated. You don't even realize that you're not enjoying the journey. And so this is why we're talking about it to bring to light um, some things that we've done and we still do and want to really like give you some signs if you feel like you're not sure if this is you or not like if you're if you have the wrong clients but what this is the thing when it comes to feeling burned out in business a lot of that does have to do with I mean it could be a couple of things like your systems and processes and all that but a lot of that can also be due to working with the wrong clients you know what I was just gonna say that oftentimes draining clients are actually somebody else's clients mm. that you've somehow that some of them have found that's their so way good. to your business and you've accepted it and you've accepted it yeah oh this is so that's good husband that's so good and i'll say this too like not all clients or prospects are created equal i'm not talking about people's human man like mankind i'm talking about not all clients or prospects are created equal because not all of them are going to be the ones even though they the all of the ones that you work with um that's great but not even all the ones you work with are necessarily your dream clients mm-hmm. unless you're super super duper intentional about it and so when I say dream I like to use the word dream instead of like that your avatar or your ideal client because dream just sounds like you make it takes your mind somewhere else it's like is this who you if you could dream up this person is this the person that you're working with you know and I feel like your dream clients should be people that you truly enjoy um, being with like you can just kick it with them you can hang out with them you can travel with them if you want to do a retreat somewhere or do some type of you know um, get together like you there will be people that you just truly enjoy being with yeah I, I think that they are people who really once you've delivered the value 
it's an honor to have them become the evangelist for your company to yeah. re- to 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 actually give you a testimonial i often think what i want this person to give me a testimonial mm-hmm. right right and here's the thing too like when you realize and find yourself in a situation where you're consistently working with non-dream clients then you really cannot take that out on them like i can't believe this person did it to me or um they responded like this to me or how come it takes so long to do this with them or how come i'm always following up had to follow up about a payment with them or how come they're not implementing the work and they're not going to see the results if they don't implement you know all these different things like if you're constantly feeling like this you know just throughout your journey right now uh, it's not them you can't really take that out on them you have to after a while look at the common denominator and that will be you so you want to look at why like why sway why mm-hmm. why are you um allowing this type of relationship to even begin if this is not your dream client so you may be thinking well i don't know how to stop it right so um i think we should talk a little bit about that setting expectations yeah setting expectations managing expectations when you set expectations uh for the client that you want to work with for your dream client one of the things that you're doing is you're setting expectations based on two things one the system of your company that they're getting ready to come into Mm -hmm. and then two uh what it is that they can expect at every turn so it's the system that they're coming Mm -hmm. into and once they come into that system it's telling them what to expect next what should Mm -hmm. they be looking for next Mm -hmm. and every next should be some micro solution that's leading to the greater solution and you'll find that 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 dream client will say will 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 enjoy uh how do I don't want to say yeah enjoy each part of that process because they've come into your system and you're setting those expectations oftentimes we have great systems and we may even have our dream clients but if we're not setting the expectation as to what they can expect systematically and what they can expect culturally and they expect uh, how to treat you yeah culturally mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. it's 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 saying to them hey mm-hmm. This is what you can expect system-wise, mm-hmm. and this is how we work. That's good. Yeah, I like that part that this is how we work. This is what I expect from you because as our dream clients, like we want people to know like this is, yes, what you can expect from us, but there's also an expectation from you. Yes. Right? So, yeah, so it's, good. it's a two-way street. And, so good. Um, I think something else that's really important, oh, I should share a quick story, like talking about expectations. Before we got <laughs> married, y'all listen up (laughs) before we got married um we were kind of i mean we knew each other well enough but we weren't like engaged or even close to being engaged and um i wasn't feeling well and so um we hadn't had this kind of conversation one particular day you weren't feeling well yeah this one (laughs) okay thank you for clarifying (laughs) one particular day i had a headache and i was laying down at home and then um i look up and then you hear the what is that, Wazy? Wazy's talking in the back. So, I look up, and then there was, a, well, there was a knock on my door. So, I'm looking up, I'm like, what? Who is knocking on the door? And then, come to find out, it's my now husband. But listen, I was not pleased with him just popping up, because based on where our relationship was, it wasn't that type of, like, oh, you can just pop up when you're in town, or, like, when you're around, and just expect to come to the door. It wasn't like that at all. So, I wanted to 
Set the expectation. Set the expectation <laughs> of what I expected, right? But that wasn't his expectation. His expectation was like, I just wanted to come and see you. And he actually had flowers for me, y'all. So maybe I was a bit extreme with not opening the door for him. Actually, I was at one of my mentors' homes for the summer during college. And so they got the door, and I was like, I'm not coming. Like, he needs to call. Like, you can't just start, like, just knocking on the door and popping up, and you don't know what's going on in my life like it wasn't even like that but in his mind your mind I guess husband it was like that you were like we doing this thing right and so and we were but not like that and so (laughs) anyway that's just an example of setting expectations (laughs) but guess what he never did that again I'm just you guys can't see but I'm just laughing and chuckling because I'm thinking about that day but you weren't laughing (laughs) no I wasn't heated I was I was pretty upset yeah but listen, we're together today, so look look at God. Okay, so talking about expectations. Now, here's the other thing. Um, I think it's important to just share a quick bit about how our approach, like my approach and your approach are a bit different when it comes to um, setting expectations from the jump, from jump Street. You want to go over some practical things mm-hmm. because uh, we want you all to be able to use if it's, you know, interesting or helpful to you you can use this right away so for me i like to do one simple thing is ask ask one question of a prospect uh usually i'll do this when we're just getting to know each other and what level on a scale from one to ten uh, what's your level of commitment to your success in this area and for me that tells me a lot because there have been people believe it or not who don't say 10 and once you say anything less than 10 i'm like you already told me we're not we're not a good match because not right now because you're not willing to put like a 10 level 10 work in but level 10 work is what's required um to actually get this thing done so anyway i wanted to um share what i do and that helps me a great deal with getting clarity on what where they really are with their expectation yes now yours is a little different though mine is a little different you want me to say oh you want me to say you're driving yeah, so my, well, my, mine is, um, you know, we'll, we'll present the opportunity, present the offer, and then what will happen is once there is an indication that there's some resistance either in the way of not getting it or I pick up because you know this sort of like this sixth sense in selling right Um, once I pick up that there is that this is not going to work rather than try to pursue any further I'll just I'll just write it all the way off and say okay you know what maybe this isn't a good fit goodbye and so I'm usually like wait husband you didn't even talk like hear what they're talking about hear what their objections are and he's like no I'm good you know so we actually have two pretty different i mean somewhat different i mean i'll still talk to you find out like if you don't say you're a 10 i'll ask why not and then i just kind of confront the issue so you can as you know the prospect they they feel like oh well let me figure it out like i don't know why i'm not a 10 let me ask myself why am i not a 10 you know but you oftentimes don't even like go there you're just like okay so we're a little different in that regard but i feel like it's a good balance overall it's a good balance it's a good balance so that's just something i mean those are just two different like practical ways um to get 
to get clear about um, and have not just for you to be clear, but for also for your prospect to be clear about expectations before they even begin working with you. I think that's a great way to look at it. And I would say, lastly, um, like why it's important um, to really focus on clients who are your dream clients and not just any clients that you can get that come by. And I know it may be. You maybe say, you know, based on where you are, you may say, well, I don't even know how that's possible because right now we're just trying to build. We just want to take who we can get. But really, it does make a big difference um, because it's really difficult and challenging to get your dream client if you yourself don't believe that you're worth that. And that's so important. That's so important. That value. And if you're um, if you're constantly exhorting, ex- exhorting, <laughs> exhausting yourself with people. Uh, or situations that are unfruitful, then you're not going to have the capacity uh, to focus on the things that are fruitful, mm-hmm. that could be fruitful, if you actually put that same energy in those. Yeah, I was I was going to say, you know, for every one non-dream client, mm-hmm. it's probably going to impact your deli- your ability to deliver great value mm-hmm. to two of your dream clients. Mm-hmm. So don't let Double a them. few dream clients pull away. From those you mean who, non-dream clients. Excuse me, yeah, don't don't allow those non-dream those few non-dream clients to pull away from your ability to deliver great value. Yeah. To your dream clients. Yeah, that's so good. So and it's it's hard to do both. So it's best just to focus on where you want to go, put your energy and focus there and allow all that um, to work for you. And I know, listen, we understand. Um, it, it it is not the easiest thing. I mean, it's pretty simple, but it really takes a mindset shift to get that money shift and to get that dream client shift. And we just know from experience, uh, literally working, building four to five different businesses, uh, multiple six figures, trajectory is for seven figures this year. Like these are the things that we're doing behind the scenes to help other married entrepreneurs really reach their goals, not just in business but also in marriage too, because it is doable to be you know, to have a win-win situation um, with marriage and business. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you all yes. as we're on the go, <laughs> driving down to Hudson. Um, so if you are looking for strategies on how to put all the pieces together and maybe you may feel a little stuck or you're like, well, how do we know who our dream client is or we think we know, but we're not getting them and what do we need to say or whatever you feel like may be missing, and you would like us to um, help you with that, uh, we actually are launching our very first, this very first opportunity is called a Quick Start Program, uh, it's called a Quick Start Kit um, for married entrepreneurs, and it is not has not yet launched, but it will very, very soon. If you wanna get on the VIP wait list, you can do so over at marriedpreneurmap.com, marriedpreneurmap.com, get your name and email right over there, you'll be the first to know. Um, when this drops because um, this is where we're putting all the the goodies in in the bag (laughs) for you all it's gonna be pretty amazing so you can go check it out and get on that list over there absolutely and of course this being great value to you guys you know you can subscribe rate and review and and we look forward to seeing or hearing y'all or you hearing (laughs) us on the next episode peace okay y'all have a good one want more winning tips for your marriedpreneur life If so, then go get your copy of our free Marriedpreneur Life Quick Start Guide. You can grab your free guide at M as in married, L as in life, quickstart.com. Inside this guide, you'll find our top 15 systems and processes 
that we've used to grow our multiple businesses as well as help countless Maripreneurs kickstart and scale their vision to lead purposeful and profitable lives. We are Maripreneurs living powerfully in sync and building amazing businesses that shape the future.